0: You're listening to The Holistic Spaces Podcast with Angie Cho, brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School, Episode 65, The Feng Shui of Color. Welcome to The Holistic Spaces Podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of The Mindful Design Feng Shui School. As a feng shui expert and as an architect, I always get asked, what color should I paint my walls? And while it's true that color is one of the most effective ways to change the energy of your life and of your space, things go much deeper than that when it comes to color and feng shui. The color of your environment, whether that means the color on your walls or the color of the accessories around you or if it's the color of the clothes that you're wearing or what color underwear you're wearing all of this affects you the energetics of all these colors around you in your environment and on your body affect your chi and it's a really effective way and quick way to kind of shift the energy so again, as a feng shui expert and an architect, I really, I get asked all the time, what is the best color that I can paint my walls? And I usually respond with, well, what color are you most attracted to? And what colors do you like? Because there is so much psychology when it comes to colors and there's also cultural implications as well. For instance, in Asia, it used to be that at weddings, you were black. But now they've turned more towards the Western style of wearing white at weddings. So different colors may have different cultural implications and different cultural meanings. And there's also different colors actually have different wavelengths. And it affects your well-being in a physical way with different degrees of power. So again, I always say when someone asks me, what is the best color to paint my wall? it's not. There's no um, formulaic answer. It really depends on what you're most attracted to and what color is most helpful for you. So in this survey of colors and the feng shui psychology behind that, keep in mind, keep that in mind. So keep in mind, what colors are you attracted to? I'm sure you have a color that's probably popping up in your head right now. So listen to your intuition and listen to your first thought. So what colors do you love? What colors are you attracted to? What color seems healing for you right now? And that gives you an indication of what you may need in your life at this moment. Keeping that in mind, I'm going to walk through different colors and talk about what their symbolism and what their energetics represent in feng shui philosophy. So I'm going to start with red and pink. Red's a super easy one because red is really a very strong color. So red is related to fire energy and this color can invoke passion and it invokes inspiration and it is really seen. I mean, if someone, if a woman walks into a room or anyone walks into a room wearing a red dress, they stand out. And reds are very stimulating, so it's not something that if you have trouble sleeping, you don't really want to have a lot of red in the bedroom, for instance, because that would be maybe overstimulating if you need to relax more in your bedroom. But maybe it's more appropriate in other areas. And personally, I think a lot of red is really can be over overdone. So I recommend using reds for like accents such as in pillows and art. One feng shui trick is that you can use red sheets in your bedroom to bring more passion or you could wear red underwear and red is a very auspicious and lucky color and very protective in feng shui. So if you don't want to wear red outwardly, that's why we say you can wear red red underwear and it's also very close to your body. So it's more effective and with the bed, you can put the red sheets underneath and conceal them under your regular sheets. And it'll still have an effect because that ener- the energy of the red is there. Now, if we move into pinks, pinks are more mellow. And it's red mixed in with a little bit of white. So it's more mellow. And it's more romantic. And it's more feminine and subdued. And in feng shui, pink attracts love and friendship into your life. And it supports more feminine energy. So even men need some kind, uh, sometimes need feminine energy. So a little softness, and gentleness can be cultivated with the color of pink. Moving on, we'll go to earthy colors like yellow, orange, and brown. Oh, and by the way, red is related to the fame and recognition area of the Bagua map, which is called Li in Chinese. So now we're going to move on to earthy colors, which is related to the health area, actually the Tai Chi, the center of the Bagua. And the earthy colors are like yellow, orange, and brown. They are earthy colors. And so earth is actually related to stability and feng shui. If you think of Mother Earth, Mother Earth is always there to support us. And the earth is always there to catch us. And when we need some security and strength, earth-related colors Are helpful to ground us and to nurture us. The warm tones of earthy colors like yellow, orange, and brown in nature bring up images of like the trunk of a very strong tree or the fertile richness of soil. And having earthy colors around us is a great reminder that we can touch in with nature and be supported by nature and that we can receive and ask for support when we need it. So let's move on to greens and blues. So greens and blues are related to a couple areas of the Bagua map, but mostly the Jeune, which is the new beginnings area. And that is related to the color, the bright greens and like teal blues. So these are related to nature. You can think about, you can visualize a tree, like the leaves of a tree, and also spacious open sky there have been lots of studies done where the view of trees and leaves and sky actually are very very healing so just like in nature being in nature and being with nature is very healing so are the colors the green and blue colors that resonate with that natural environment so green and blue hues are healing and therapeutic and they're actually more relaxing to the eyes because they fall in the middle of the color spectrum. And to bring this into your home, you don't necessarily have to paint. You can actually just bring in green houseplants or open up your window and, or clean your windows so you could see the view of trees or the sky from inside your home. Next we'll move on to purples and violets. Now purple and violet is related to the abundance wealth area of the Bagua map, it's called shun. And it's also a super auspicious color in feng shui because it's related to wealth and abundance, but also spirituality and it's very royal. And in the chakra system, purple is the color, the crown chakra, where we connect to the wisdom and the universal. And I love that purple is connected to this sense of royalty. And abundance because when we feel royal and we feel well seated and supported we actually can attract abundance into our lives purple is actually a combination of red and blue and I think that's interesting because red which we've talked about is fire and so and it's also very protective and then blue is very healing and spacious so I love that you can take the fire and the space together to create purple, which creates this feeling of wealth and abundance. A wonderful way that I like to bring in purple is with amethyst crystals because I just love the purple color of amethyst. And those crystals also invoke this feeling of royalty and abundance. You can put amethyst crystals in your home or you can actually wear them to invite prosperity and nobility into your life. Next, we'll talk about black. So black isn't actually color, but it's, it abso- it's a combination of all the colors. So if you mixed all the colors in a paint set all together, you'd be left with black paint. So in that way, black represents wisdom and it incorporates all aspects of all the other colors. And there's actually some feng shui rituals where we visualize that any kind of negative chi is being transmuted into black smoke. So black has this ability to absorb negativity, and it's actually related to the path and life career area of the Bagua map, which is related to water. And so black can be used sparingly in your home, and it can be done tastefully, and it can also be worn on the body, like we talked about. I love incorporating black tourmaline, which is a naturally occurring crystal, which can, again, absorb negative energies and provide protection. Gray tones are also related to black and they're a bit more subdued. So gray tones are related actually to the benefactors, Chen area of the Bagua map and to related to travel, but it also relates to the father figure and and again it's this idea of knowledge and wisdom and protection. White. So white again is not a color. So white is often discussed as like the absence of color. So again in paint, with paint, it's an absence of pigment. And white often represents purity and cleanliness and space and openness. And in feng shui, it also relates to metal energy. And I actually really love white and I have a lot of metal in my personality traits. So I really love white and there are hundreds of shades of white. And my favorite paint fan deck is Benjamin Moore. They have a white deck. So there's so many shades of white that you can do. And there can be warm whites and cool whites and white whites and and warm whites. And there's so many ways that you can go. And I love how white can be used to tone down any other colors. So it can be used to provide more depth or to vary a color. So whites can be used to activate the metal element, which is sometimes about completing things. So this is also related to the completion area, the feng shui bagua map, and joy. And so sometimes we need to organize and buckle down to get things done. And white's actually really good to do that. So you can wear white, or you can repaint your walls if they're white so they're clean again. And it helps us kind of have this idea of like a blank canvas to start, start again. And I also practice kundalini yoga and they often wear white. And some of the reasons why they do that is that they say white extends your aura by nine feet in each direction, or it can extend your aura. And in a practical sense, wearing white is kind of a big deal because it's not easy to do it. So if you're wearing all white, you're so mindful. You're mindful of how you eat. You're mindful of where you're walking and how you're walking and what you're sitting down upon and and you're careful in everything that you do so you're paying attention to all the details and that's kind of this idea of the metal element as well so I'm a big fan of white and when most people ask me what color to paint the walls, I'll say some kind of version of white so I hope that was enlightening for everybody I hope everyone learned something new about the feng shui of color and Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Please tune in on the second and fourth Mondays of every month for a new podcast episode. And if you like our podcast and this episode, please share this podcast with others. Subscribe on iTunes and you can even leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit my website at holisticspaces.com and Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others, subscribe and even better leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, Please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit HolisticSpaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini-courses at MindfulDesignSchool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.